Welcome to Retiring Today, the podcast that guides you to and through retirement. I'm Molly Nelson, host of the podcast, sitting next to Rochelle Smith, the producer of this podcast. Also with us, Lauren Merkel. He is a certified financial planner, a certified financial fiduciary, and a retirement income certified professional with a fancy new microphone. You've gone full broadcast ESPN mode slash helicopter pilot. He's got the whole over the head situation. This is new for him. How are you feeling about oh, it? Oh, it feels really good. It's just, uh, you know, when you can move your head, you don't have to worry about your your mouth getting off the mic a little bit. I think it makes it a little bit, little bit easier. This yes. is why they do it on ESPN. This is good. And you are ready for ESPN, just in case they call. They need you to commentate. Just in case. Some hey, football, baseball. Or taxes, yeah. If yeah, ESPN calls, they want me to talk about some taxes. I'd be happy to do that for them. <laughs> they have to pay taxes in Connecticut, they too, sure in Bristol. Uh, Rochelle and I are kind of using more like the old school kind of like um, concert mic, so we can kind of channel our inner like rock star. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of fun, too. Oh, yeah. Today, we're on these microphones to talk about taxes because Lauren taxes. If you're a pre-retiree or retiree, it's an important piece of the retirement plan. So important that in every customized retirement plan you write, there is a specific chapter essentially on how you're going to pay taxes and try to be efficient as possible as you move to and through retirement. It is one of the components of the retirement plan. So there's six components. Taxes is one of them and is one of the uh, components that we spend the most time talking about, not only at the inception of their retirement plan, but also on an ongoing basis because tax law changes all the time. And that's what we're going to be talking about here today. Uh, but also uh, environment, the, the environments in your life or in situations in your life change as well. You, what you want to spend, what you need to spend, uh, all of that changes and all that will impact the bottom dollar that you pay in the form of your tax bill. So we have to have an effective tax plan each and every year. And again, that, that plan is going to change based on a lot of different factors. We spend a lot of time talking about taxes. We do it here on this podcast. If you go to YouTube and search Merkel Retirement Planning, you'll see shows about tax risk and tax efficiency. A lot of times, Lauren, we're talking about federal taxes, but today we think it's important to focus on state taxes because there's been some big changes in the state of Iowa. There, there sure has. Uh, there has every once in a while in each one of the components, there's legislative changes that are really monumental. And it's been a while since we've had a monumental tax change in the state of Iowa until just recently. And so this is a big change. There's also a lot of confusion with this change because there's different elements of this tax law, uh, different times that they're going to be phased in and it's going to impact you based on your retirement or working status as well. So we've already had a lot of questions through the families uh, in the state of Iowa. This tax law change has received a lot of press, a lot of coverage. So we're going to dive into it and, and uh, determine how does it impact you based on the different phase of life that you're in. And if for some reason you got this far into this podcast and you're like, hey, I'm not an Iowan. We do work with families all over the country. Don't worry. There's a lot of tax knowledge you can gain. Look through the podcast uh, library. You'll see all those or go to YouTube. Search Merkel Retirement Planning. Right there, we've got a whole tax playlist. Check that out or stick around. You'll probably learn something about taxes, even if you don't live in Iowa, because Lauren will talk a lot about taxes and retirement. So, but let's go back to Iowa because, you know, guys, it is a great, great state. I mean, I am, I guess, the only one in the room who can really, really claim that they're a true Iowan. That is true. 
You guys were both born. Well, how, how long does it take to before you can claim you're a true Iowan? <laughs> I'm only doing I mean, that. I've lived here for 40 years. Does true. That count? I know, but I'm only doing that because I'm the only one in the room who's <laughs> born in this great state. Rochelle, of course, you were born in? Indiana. And Merkel? Michigan. Michigan. Okay. But I know you guys have both lived the, a very large part of your, your lives in Iowa. You both moved, actually, ironically, to Iowa around age five or six. One of you is just like 15 years <laughs> younger than the other. But anyways, we won't harp on that. So Iowa, it's a great state. And we, we got to talk about some fun facts about the state of Iowa. Okay, there's a national convention in Iowa. Iowa's home to the only national convention. Guess what it is, guys? This is kind of crazy. I learned this just today. What is it? The... Go ahead. Oh, it's the Hobo Convention. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> clearly. Of course. The National Hobo How didn't Convention. You know that? How did I not? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the town of Brit is home to the National Hobo Convention, as well as the Hobo Museum. It's the only museum that dedicates itself to the hobo way of life. Well, somebody has to. And when I think Iowans, I don't think hobos, but I'm sure there's a great story behind the affiliation between our state and hobos. You guys... You know that we're landlocked, right? So we're right in the middle of the country. But did you know there's an island in our state? An island that people actually live on, some 500 people. They live in Sabula, which is located on the Mississippi River. Wow. I know. Fun fact. You can wave at them as you pass by in your ship. <laughs> the destroyer? Yes. <laughs> Lauren, do you own a motorcycle? Are you a motorcycle uh, no, guy? No, I, I do not. No motorcycle? Well, no. Iowa has the third highest motorcycle ownership in the nation. And Iowa has produced 20 Olympic athletes. Wow. A lot of good athletes coming out of our state. You've done your research. <laughs> There's some fun <laughs> facts about our state. So even if you don't live in Iowa, maybe you want to move. It's a great place. We call it home. Okay, if you call it home, though, guess what you have to do in Iowa? You have to pay income taxes if you have taxable income. We'll get into how you maybe could not have taxable income in retirement. That, that sounds good. But first, we know that if you're in those working years, in those accumulation years, you're paying taxes in Iowa. And Lauren, I know you look at tax law on the federal level a lot, but I know you look at state to state because you do work with clients in every state. So you're helping them put together a long-term tax plan. So you have to know kind of what's going on in each state. And, and you know, for a fact, income tax rules vary vastly between, between states. Yeah, it sure does. There's a number of states who don't have an income tax. Uh, there's a number of states who have a more favorable income tax for retirees than they do workers, meaning that they get special types of income without tax or lower tax. Uh, it varies dramatically, and that's uh, one of the reasons why this state of this state uh, has had a lot of retirees leave uh, because we can pay up to 8.5% in state tax. There's other states out there who don't have a state tax, and there's other states out there that have much better weather than Iowa as no. well. Especially what? once we get close to December. But we have that island in, on the Mississippi have, River. Have, that fits a whole 500 people. <laughs> right, and still gets a lot of snow. And it's in the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah so, not the ocean. Yeah. Um, so there, there is a lot of people who have left the state of Iowa, will continue to leave the state of Iowa, not only for the weather purposes, but also a more favorable income tax. And uh, part of, part, that's part of the reason the change here in the state of Iowa for the income tax is to help keep people here. Uh, so once people do retire, uh, it's a more favorable tax law, even when people are working. I mean, uh, since 2020 with COVID, there's a lot of people who don't have to stay in the state of Iowa, even if you're working, because you can work from about anywhere. So whether you're working or retired, the state 
change, tax law change, can be more favorable to you and will uh, help attract or help keep help people stay here. Yeah, because you pay income taxes, obviously, in the state you live, not the state that you work and depends on the state, but you have to live there how long or what's the kind of the rules generally? Yeah, it's different with each state, but typically you have to declare a primary residence and live there for at least six months out of the year. Okay, so let's go back to Iowa. Let's talk about right now. Let's talk about currently where Iowa is. Governor uh, Reynolds, Governor Kim Reynolds signed some legislation in the beginning of 2022, but it doesn't go into effect right now. So let's talk about the current rate. Our current highest income tax rate is 8.98%, sixth highest in the U.S. So Lauren, right now you're sitting down with families, you're developing these tax plans, and you have to take into account federal and state income taxes. This 9% rate, what what is it? What does it do to to retirement? Yeah, right now it's the top rate's 8.53, so it's just above eight and a half percent. And what that what that means, uh, whether you're working or retired, that's eight and a half percent that you would have to pay. Now, one one thought is it's a, a progressive tax, which means that if you make fifty thousand dollars, you're not getting taxed at eight and a half percent. Once your income exceeds seventy eight thousand dollars, is where the eight and eight point five three percent tax gets applied to any income above the $78,000. And then uh, the lowest tax rate we have in the state right now is 0.33%. And that is any income between zero and $1,700. So any any income above zero is going to be taxed at some level, 0.33 all the way up to 8.53%. And that's going to be whether you're working or that's going to be whether you're retired. Uh, the exception to that is if you're retired, you're not paying tax on Social Security. So right now, your Social Security income ta- uh, income is not being taxed at the state level. And that Social Security, how it's taxed, again, varies by state, right? It does vary by state. Most, most states do not tax your Social Security income. There are some states out there that still do. Okay, so let's go into what's happening. So Governor Reynolds signs this, this tax reform into law. There haven't been any big changes in a long time here in our state. And she says, guess what? I'm setting a flat rate of 3.9%. Are pre-retirees and retirees rejoicing? Yeah, there's been a lot of positive feedback. There has been some some pushback on it uh, because that's going to decrease the amount of income coming from the state, or at least that's the the prevailing thought. Uh, but overwhelmingly, uh, the the state of Iowa citizens have have uh, been happy about the state tax change. And essentially, what that's going to do is, if you're working, it is going to go to a flat rate of 3.9 percent starting in the year 2026, and it's going to be phased down to that level between now or 2023 and 2026. Yeah, so in 2023, it goes to four brackets, top one being six, 2024, three brackets, top one being 5.7, 2025, two brackets, 4.8, and then 2026, that flat rate for everybody right at 3.9%. Governor Reynolds said herself, this would save the average Iowa family $13,000. Of course, push back from the other side saying, we've got to fund roads, we've got to fund fund occasion. Then if you fund, excuse me, education, then Governor Reynolds says, well, we are predicting actually a population growth in our state. That's how she's really touting this as don't worry, we'll still have enough money in the coffers. And also we have a surplus of, I think it was 2 point billion sitting in sort of our, I'm going to call it a tax surplus fund. I don't have that all quite right. So again, politically, of course, not everyone cheering Governor Reynolds decision, but hey, when I'm paying taxes, <laughs> I don't mind paying less in taxes, but I still, of course, want a certain level 
you know, of, of amenities from the government. So that's a whole political conversation. Yeah. And this is the same conversation, whether it's at the federal level or the state level that always takes place, whether it's a tax rate increase or tax cuts is how are you going to pay for it? Um, and, you know, the argument on the tax cut side is it's going to be increased productivity. There's going to be a, a bigger population paying a lower amount of tax. That's going to be a net increase. So we're going to find out. We're going to find out how it works. <laughs> yeah. But because we do have a surplus in the state, that gives us a little bit of leeway, right? There's a little cushion there that uh, if our actual income does decrease, at least we have that surplus to, to jump in there and help us out. Another part of this tax reform was eliminating the income tax on all retirement income starting in 2023. So Lauren, that's what you and the team specialize in here is working with pre-retirees and retirees. So this is really, I'm sure, the part of the legislation that you are really tuned into. Well, yeah, this this is huge. And this is, uh, we've received a lot of questions around this and specifically with Roth conversions because there's a lot of retirees that are engaged in Roth conversions. Under current law, if you convert $100,000 over, then that's roughly about $8,000 in state tax that, that you would pay as a citizen of Iowa. If uh, w- once the state tax goes through, which is going to be 2023 for retirees, then that is eliminated. So about $8,000 savings in that one example. Uh, it also is going to eliminate the tax on uh, pension income, on income distributions from 401k plans and IRAs. Uh, so all, all that retirement income is now going to be state tax-free, which again is going to be a huge savings for retirees, just helping that dollar go a little bit extra. Yeah, and Governor Reynolds estimating about 295,000 retirees living in our state will be impacted by this uh, elimination of income tax on retirement income. So from a tax planning standpoint, if you're looking at a Roth conversion, does that mean hold off in 2022? Well, for some people, we're holding off and some people were not. And this is where the customization, the individualization of your tax plan comes into play. For some people, it still makes sense uh, to go ahead and do conversions based on the dollar amounts, based on the time frame that you have, uh, based on the phase of retirement that you're in. Uh, but for a lot of people, yes, we are holding off on, on Roth conversions. If it can save 4%, if it can save 8% on tax, then for a lot of people, well, that does make sense. Uh, one instance in which we're going ahead on doing conversions is when the market's down. So if the market's down by 20% and we take money out of your pre-tax IRAs, move it over to the Roth, you do pay taxes on that money. Uh, but if we got a 20% discount on the market, when that market comes back up on the Roth side, you're going to get all that growth tax-free. If you leave it underneath the pre-tax IRA, you're still going to get the growth, but you're going to owe taxes on that growth eventually when you do take it out. So again, there's a lot of factors that will go into, are we doing Roth conversions this year or are we going to wait till next year? But the down market could be one of those factors that will influence that decision. Again, also factor in the other uh, aspects of that decision as well. What other kinds of questions are you getting about this uh, tax law change? Uh, when really the biggest confusion is on the retiree versus the workers and when this is going to be phased in. And so people want to know which category category do they fit in and what, uh, what kind of changes, how these changes are going to really impact them as an overall plan from a planning standpoint. And uh, this is part of the individualization of their plan. So in, in your plan, what we do is we map out, here's, here's where you're at. 
here's what kind of income you have. Here's the income sources, whether it's from earned income or Social Security or pension or annuity payments. Um, and here's how this new tax law is going to be applied to you. And here's the impact short term. Here's the impact long term. And then what, what should you do, you do about it? How does this change your plan? How does this change the the decisions that you're making with your overall tax plan and your income plan. And then once you see those changes and how they apply to you, uh, then it becomes pretty clear on the, the strategic decisions that we have to make going forward. So you've heard Lauren say it a lot, customization, individualization. Your tax situation is literally unique to you. So the best thing to do is talk directly with a retirement planner about where you're at. Here is a great opportunity. It's a complimentary 15-minute retirement checkup call. You can go to MerkleRetire.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E, Retire.com. Right now, there's a calendar right there. You just schedule your 15-minute checkup call. And Lauren, you can start right away with talking about taxes, or you can take it a take it a lot of directions in 15 minutes. Yeah, we cover a lot of ground in 15 minutes. And really, we, we start with what's most important to you. What are your top concerns as you look to make this transition from the working world to the retirement world? And uh, we'll talk about as much as we possibly can. And then if it makes sense, we can uh, we can proceed further. And we can do an analysis on your current situation. Uh, what kind of investment risk are you taking? What happens if we go through another recession like an 08? How does that impact your retirement plans? Uh, so we'll provide an analysis and then we can determine, does it make sense for us to work together to build out your retirement plan? And if so, great. That's where the fun really begins because you get to see what your retirement picture really looks like. How much money can you spend when you retire and not have to worry about running out of money before you run out of time? What kind of specific tax uh, tax strategies should you be implementing based on the current law, based on the the uh, law that's going to be enacted? What if you live in a different state? You have your own state tax implications. So how does that play into what it is that you're trying to accomplish from a, a planning standpoint? Uh, so if we want to work together and build that plan, we'll do that. And if not, then you learned a little bit more along the way to help you on your uh, mission towards a successful retirement. Speaking of exciting eliminating income tax and retirement. I mean, is this the kind of thing that maybe would make somebody retire a year earlier? It certainly can uh, because, again, it's all about money in your pocket and how much you can spend based on the amount of resources that you do have. So some people are looking at it, and, and usually it's multiple factors. It's not just one factor. Uh, COVID has certainly led people to determine they need to retire, want to retire sooner than later. Um, also, one of the things that we see is as you age, uh, we witness people around us that are close to us pass away, and it gives you a whole new perspective when you have loved ones that do pass away. Uh, time is the one commodity that all of us cannot get back. And, uh, and so eventually people have to answer the question, how much is enough? How much is enough uh, and what is time worth to them? And so we've had a lot of people, based on all those factors and more, decide that uh, they're not going to work another one or two years, that they actually want to retire much sooner. So to talk directly with a retirement planner, you can schedule that complimentary 15-minute retirement checkup call today. Go to MerkleRetire.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E, Retire.com, to speak directly with a retirement planner about your situation. Today, we only cover taxes, but there's a lot to talk about when it comes to retirement planning and living out your retirement vision. We'll keep covering it on this podcast. It's Retiring Today, and we thank you for listening. Merkle Retirement Planning is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investments and insurance products to custom suit their goals and objectives. 
Any information discussed in these shows is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Elite Retirement Planning, LLC. Insurance services are offered through MRP Insurance, LLC. You like your new mic? I do. It's going to take some time. (laughs) There's a reason I don't wear those. Oh, you have to hear yourself. (laughs) Oh, it's beautiful, though. Aren't you loving it? That's awesome. Golden pipes. Uh, (laughs) But the mic I love, yes. Well, good. (laughs)